It's about having a conversation and being transparent. It's about learning and growing to love the truth. I'm Ryan. And I'm True. And And this this is Love the Truth Podcast. rolling back, we're rolling back five years ago when we first met, back when I was giving up hope. When we were young. We were young. <laughs> I feel like we're old now. Yeah. Like if everybody, if people knew our age, they're like, y'all are young. And I'm yeah. just like, no, nah, I don't feel that way. Yeah, so this was back when I was about 23 years old and I gave up hope on looking for love trying to find someone to marry it was you so hard at 23 well it was just difficult through <laughs> at least you know my background on just meeting yeah. and dating and yeah. trying to even date and that was even difficult for me yeah. maybe because of, i don't know maybe because i was innocent maybe because i was like too nice maybe, you know it's just all types of stuff that happens in the dating world you know, like, well, at least for yeah, me, it and was I hear just... crazy stories now, and I'm just like, people just, I'm like, man. And I always, I'm just like the, I'm just the hopeless, what do you call it? The hopeless dreamer? No, the, I wouldn't call it hopeless dreamer. I'm like the hope dreamer. Yeah. I'm gonna call yeah, it that. Yeah. And I'm like the person that just believes hope. I just, I like when, when there's like, when it just looks like it's impossible, I'm like the person is like, no, believe it can happen. Yeah. Like it. <laughs> And every friendship that we've I've had or I feel like we've had, I've always been that person trying to speak into those people's lives. Like, don't give up. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the right person's out there for you. You just have to. Yeah, it, it was a big maturity disconnect for mm-hmm. me. And I would, you know, I would have people who were interested in me. And then I would say, okay, bet. Let's, let's go on a date. Let's do this and that. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, they just switch up. Uh you know, I'm mm-hmm. assuming it was just too easy in their mindset, in the mindset that they had. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, oh, I thought it was going to be, That's you know, funny, back I and do forth. And, you know, just, just, I don't know, harder to get mm-hmm. and playing the games was what was considered, uh, I guess, cute. I don't know. It probably still is. But, I mean, I was, that's funny you told me that because th- you did. T- I remember you telling me that that was your experience of like yeah. people was just playing like yeah. hopscotch with you. Like yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. one moment they want to like be in, and then the next moment they didn't really want to be in a relationship. Yeah, with me it was like the complete opposite. Like I felt like I actually didn't want to be in a relationship a lot of the times, but like it was just like people would pursue me and like want to be in a relationship. And I knew like, I just had that feeling in my spirit. Like, cause I, I gave my life to the Lord when I was younger, young. So I ha- always had like a awareness. I just had wisdom at a very young age, you know? And I feel like there were things that I just knew, like when certain people would try to pursue me, I'm like, yeah, this is not going to work. Like, I knew that in my mind. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. For me, I didn't, I mean, I was, you know, I was Christian or I was saying I was. I I didn't really have a true encounter. But the maturity that I was instilled with, you know, with my family and all, I just knew, like, okay, I can pursue this person. I can go on a date with this Mm. person. 
I had a checklist. She looks cute. She looks the part. But <laughs> it was like... But then she would just disappear. But like, the mature just... side, and I guess the mature side of it all is like, I know this won't last long. Mm-hmm. I know this will be a fun probably simple phase yeah but when you went out with the person did they actually want to stay in a relationship or was it just no no like well i mean i knew well at least the date that i did have or dates that i did have it was just okay i'm out with this person they like me i like them heart emojis all these emojis but i knew at the end of the day based off of my maturity and what I did stand on, it just wasn't going to work. So maybe know? it wasn't the, it was the same exact experience for us. Because from my interpretation of how I processed it, when you would tell me these stories, you would always make it seem like you would try to chase somebody, but they would never. Yeah, it was that they too. Would never it was that. To, it was that as well. It was mostly that you. than the people who gave me. Well, I was well. The point I was going to make about that is, I feel like that was God's way of protecting it you. Was. It was. Because it was like God was saying, I know that you maybe haven't gotten to this place of understanding yet. Mm-hmm. And I know these people aren't the right people for yeah. you. And and he knows if it would have been, uh, if I would have dived in and we all, we would have been back and forth, something would have slipped and we mm-hmm. could have just fell into sin and we would have yeah. just been fornicating or just whatever. Mm-hmm. It would have just been a mess. And God knows that. So, yeah. I mean, I have so many. That's yeah. But during the time, uh, during that period, when I said enough was enough, had a broken heart. You know, we all go through that, and it was different because I know people go through a broken heart, and I would cope friends going through a broken heart. Mm. But when I actually, but I see them go, you know, get a broken heart back to back to back to back, Mm -hmm. and then I was like, okay, I finally got my heart broken. I'm like. Lord, I never want to feel like this again. It got to the point where it was like I was, I would message people or females that liked me that I was just friends with and say, "Hey, I just want you to know, like, I'm sorry." <laughs> I was just like because I know oh, how that. I was just yeah. I was like, man, this sucks. Is that how she felt when mm-hmm. I didn't when I rejected her? Is that how that person felt? I was just like. Mm. I never want to feel like that again, and I don't know how people go back to back and deal. Like it, it only mm. took one heartbreak for me, like a true heartbreak, where it's just like, okay, I just want to pursue God. I don't want to feel like this again, and that's kind of how God started work, uh, doing surgery on me. Mm. And so, how you know, going back to how we met, we met when our hearts were in a place where. Me and True, we just wanted to know God. Before you share that part, yeah, I kind of want to go back to the point that you made when you said, like, everybody kind of goes through heartbreak. Yeah. I feel like, but I think maybe everybody goes through heartbreak in a different way. Because for mm-hmm. me, I never, when you would always share that with me, I never experienced that. Like, I never experienced it to the extent where, like, I was just so broken hearted over somebody. But I think, like, for me, it was more of, like, and I think maybe it was because when I think about it, a lot of the, again, going back to I was the type of person was really not trying to be in a relationship or, like, pursue anybody. But then people would try to pursue me. Mm -hmm. So the few crushes that I, the people that I actually really, really, really liked, Mm -hmm. 
it just never happened. Like, yeah. I never got in a relationship with that person. So I never could even know what it was like to, like, feel this broke. I mean, I guess I felt, like, sad in the sense of, like, oh, it never worked out. Like, we never could be in a relationship even though I like this person. Yeah. But it was never, like, oh, I'm, like, I'm, like, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm broken heart. Like, this person broke yeah. my heart. Yeah. So I, it's interesting that you have that part of the story. And then for me, it's more like my thing was just always like, why can't I be a normal person? That's kind of how I felt. Like, why mm. can't I be like I would be in school, like high school and see all these girls like have these boyfriends mm -hmm. and like they're like so cute. And I'm like, why can't I just be that person? Yeah. Right. Like, why can't I be the person that just has like a normal Boyfriend. I mean, and obviously you don't know anything about what goes on the, in that person's like relationship, but at the same time, I still wanted that. I wanted to be in a relationship with somebody and it be normal, mm -hmm. but it just never was. Like it never was normal for me. It was like kind of like what you said. It's like God wow. always found a way to block it. Mm -hmm. And all and oftentimes died. when you're like in eighteen years old or seventeen to like twenty three in that range. When I talk about, man, this is never going to work because you have so much to learn from age 20 to 29. And most of the time, wait, people, let's talk about that. Too. Yeah. Most of the time, people in the world wants to just date and just like, I want to date around. I want to ex have an experience. And then during that time, people are going off to college. They could go to a different state mm -hmm. and they want to just go to different places and so that was in the back of my mind while I was dating because I was like at the time I was back home in Michigan and I knew I was going to go to California eventually mm -hmm. well, I'm not there now but I did ended up going to California but mm -hmm. I knew it's like okay I'm not gonna I don't think I'm gonna stay here yeah. but a part of me was like man I, I really love this person I really like this person uh maybe I should just settle in Michigan and try to make my career path work here when the entertainment else. industry is, or you know for video games or films is mostly in California mm -hmm. coming here to Texas so I was just that played a factor too when you're, when you're young and trying to date and find like love I guess and that part is really interesting too like it's just so interesting listening to your side because I, this is another thing like I, I do think, like, another thing, I, if I think about it, like, we kind of talk about it as if we had a lot of time to date around and a lot of time to really kind of experience the scenery or the the realm of dating. Mm -hmm. But then when we we meet some people and they talk about their experiences, we I kind of, at least for me, I kind of think about it like, dang, I really didn't date like that. Yeah. Yes. You know, it's like, I wasn't same. really I the person like that, that just was like, I just... I mean, we only had, I mean, we got, I got married, we got married when I was 21. So I only had such a, I mean, I don't really count high school years. Like we don't count those years because that's not serious dating. So when you talk about between the age of 18 and 21, that's only so many, like a few mm -hmm. years that you really count yeah. that in, in those years between 18 and 21, I didn't date anybody like again it was like those pursuits it was like people trying to talk to me but it never like it never became a real relationship right. it was yeah, just it was, like we were just talking yeah. 
it was know, the same vibing, thing. But it, it wasn't was really just like like the talking date phase. Yeah, it wasn't. It never, never got too like said, we were oh, actually I'm gonna tie the nine and say I am a girlfriend and boyfriend. And then not only that, back in my mind, I didn't want to be a boyfriend or a girlfriend because. But it's weird. I still wanted. I was still dating for marriage. Yeah. Like. It's, but that's the thing. Sure. It's really weird because that was our mindset. Even yeah. though we didn't know each other, our mindset was like, I want to be with somebody for the long run right. at such a young age. That's and so whenever I would get with people or like vibe with people, I just knew right off the bat, like what you mm-hmm. were saying, like this just ain't for me, you yeah. know? And so it never, that's another reason why I could just never get to the point where we were dating because I just knew like, this isn't for me. Yeah. And know? I was always scared to even, I was always scared the righteous to, fear yeah, I always had a righteous fear of God. Like, yeah. even though I wasn't pursuing God, uh, until I had an encounter at 23, but at least from 18 to, you know, 22, I always just, I always had that. Righteous fear is like if I slip up or if I end up having sex with um, somebody and it's like, okay, I have a feeling even if I wore protection or even if I did any of these contraceptive ways, I'm just going to be cursed. (laughs) Like I really just feel like I would have just had a baby no matter what protection, no matter what I would have did. God, because it's not God's way. And God knows that I know his way in that sense. When it comes to, you know, being one with somebody, he would, it would have went left. So I'm going to just be real. Like a lot of my fear just came up from what seeing, seeing what not to do. That's true. Like I, you, a lot of my fear came from life experiences. Young people you saw in school that had a little belly bump too. And it was like, man, we're so young. Yeah, it was that. But for me, it was like firsthand, like even family, like just like not, you know, putting people down. But that's the that was the reality for my mom, the reality for just a lot of the world that I was in. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, I knew what I didn't want. Like, I didn't really know, like, I didn't have a full understanding of, like, relationships and marriage at that age, but I knew enough to know, like, this is what I don't want. Yeah. You know, because, yeah. yeah. So, So, that's where the righteous fear came in for me was just, like, you know, I don't want to be pregnant and then have to take care of this baby all by myself. Yeah, and I was like, I don't want to make someone pregnant, and it, it, they end up not vibing with me and they want to leave me because mm. I, I, I was gonna i would stay for the long run but it's like i don't want to have a split family where it's like i have to pay child support and visit and i didn't want to deal with any of that because i knew mm. that i had to go to california for at least what at least following my dreams and whatnot but yeah but going moving forward on how we met we were both in a place where we were seeking God and it was like, I don't, we were going through a phase where it's like, I don't want to have anything to do with dating. We just wanted to, or at least for me, I just wanted to seek God. And I ended up flying out to California. It was tough because I had a heartbreak. My dad passed mm-hmm. from cancer. And at like two weeks after that, 
I was, I moved out and I flew out to California, got my first apartment, no family out there. So God really broke, well, yeah, God really broke me down where I, looking back, he performed surgery and was Mm -hmm. just getting me to have a true encounter with him. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we have to go through the fire and be broken down in order to really experience um really experience God that's why I always say like oh I always went to church but I didn't I wouldn't say I got I I didn't I wasn't really truly in a relationship with God till I was 23 and flew out to California Mm. so every day after work I would just you know it would be me myself and God go to work go home and just read the Bible Mm -hmm. and so when I wasn't looking for a spouse that's when God presented, you know, a spouse. And so through my heartbreak, I remember saying, Lord, Lord, who, who is she? Who could she be? I, I did mm. everything. I was trying to do it on my own strength. So I did everything I could. I, I you know, mm. I did the flowers. I did the, the beach. I did all, you know, mm. we went here and there. And it's like, I don't want to do all that over. And like, mm. who, who could this person be? And so as I just pursued God, you know, it, he started revealing the whole situation through the Bible and stories in the Bible. It's like, oh, I can relate to that. Mm. So I had to go through all that just so I could have relatability, and it just confirmed the Bible that much more. Mm-hmm. And through that, you know, I'll just let I'll let you say your part. Yeah, and it's really interesting how we never we didn't know each other, we hadn't met each other, but how similar like our walk and our journey was individually. In this season of our life, because, you know, you were going through that phase where you had just came to like your relationship with God. For me, I was raised up in church. I gave my life to the Lord at a young age, but it wasn't up until when I went to college where I was really, I became really serious with God. Like what you were saying, like I really became serious in my faith and I was going through this phase of. We call it the pre-shock phase. Yeah, that's what we. That's our term. We call it the pre-shock, pre-shock phase. It was between those years. If you, if you're a millennial, if you know, you know, like you've been there a little bit, yeah. like in, like you know that from the year of 2012. Yeah. To we, what was it like 2016? To 2016. There was like that whole phase of like the Illuminati, like despite yeah. whether you believe in conspiracies or whatever, like all that stuff was coming out. Yeah, there's a lot of spiritual and, activity. And like, Mm -hmm. since I was really, I had, I knew God at a young age and I knew things I could, could really understand some of the things, Mm -hmm. even though I didn't agree with everything. I did see things happening before my eyes. And I feel like that was when the Bible really came alive for me. You can't, you can't, you can't, um, pretend like darkness isn't there, like Mm -hmm. through the industry and stuff that you see, it's like, okay, I know that this is not light. I know this is dark. That's the thing. I grew up in a world where that was kind of sheltered. Like all I knew was Mm -hmm. the light, Mm -hmm. right? So I didn't really know what dark, I mean, I knew darkness from like experiences with friends and stuff like that, but that was a level. But it wasn't until I went through this pre-shock phase where I started seeing the depths of darkness and how deep it can go. That mm-hmm. I really understood, like God is really real. Yeah. So anyway, with all that being said, that was like my journey of becoming, like, getting into that place where I really wanted to know more about God. I really wanted to take my walk more seriously. 
like I always loved God and I had a love for God, but it it came to a point point where I was I really had a relationship with God for myself and it wasn't off of somebody taking me to church. It was just yeah. a relationship I had. Yeah. And through that season of my life, you know, before I had all these dream these visions of what the type of person was that I wanted to be with. And it was all very carnal. It was yep. like, okay, I want this yep. person to Same. look this certain way. I want this person to be this certain way. Yeah. I want this person um, to have this type of body. I want this person. Like to, for me, it was like, I was yeah. like, I want to be, uh, the person I'm with to be six feet tall. And like just all yeah. these crazy, you know, ideas about what the person's going to be like. And God was telling me without me being aware of it and knowing you are not mature yet. Yeah. You, I cannot send the person to you because you're not mature. Yeah. And if we would have met any earlier, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have gave. We probably would, wouldn't have gave each other a shot based off of our mentality. Yeah, or, yeah, know. actually, yeah. I wouldn't have even, yeah. The type was the type. not you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, So that's the yeah. thing. It was like. God was like, you are not even mature to handle the things that I have for you. You don't, your mindset's completely off. You don't, is your mindset's just not where it needs to be. Yeah. But when I started going through that journey of like, like you say, college years, I was Mm -hmm. between the age of like, I want to say I probably was 20, 19, 20 years old. And that those age ranges where I really started to have that time where I was just really seeking God for my walk and just Mm -hmm. really trying to know, get to know God closer and more intimately and then it was like when god again similar to what you were saying i would read the bible and i would read stories about marriage and i'm like i don't see any marriage today look like this (laughs) you know like not a lot of them anyway and i was just like this is what i want i want to be i want to be with the person that you designed for me to be with and that doesn't mean it's going to be perfect but i want what you have for me And then my desires and what I wanted in a person really changed. Mm -hmm. And I started to pray. And I I remember to this day, I had three things on my list of like what I really wanted from God. And I told God, I want a husband that has a man after your own heart. Like David, he's not going to be perfect, but is quick to be soft in heart and repentive. You know, because a man that is quick to be humble and repentive can really lead your family. And then the second thing was... um, Lord, I really want someone that is business minded because I just knew whatever we're going to do. I don't know how I knew this at such a young age, but I just knew God was going to use us in the entrepreneurial business field sphere to influence things. And so that was the other thing. And then the other thing is like, um, obviously I want to be attracted to the person, Mm -hmm. you know, I didn't even like say, okay, I have to, it was just three things, you know, just very simple and yeah that's that's yeah. how i kind of came to yeah get for, to that maturity. for me it was mostly just a person who looking for a person who knew and had a real relationship with god mm-hmm. and i of course be attra- have to be attractive mm-hmm. attracted to the person but it was really just that person having a relationship because if i knew i knew like if that person had a relationship i wouldn't have to look behind my back or I I wouldn't have to sneak around Mm -hmm. or say, or find out, Hey, you know, what are you doing? Or who are you talking to? Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. you won't have any worries of looking over your shoulder Mm -hmm. because I know that person 
to be faithful mm-hmm. through it all. Mm-hmm. And they're faithful to God yeah. first. Yeah, exactly. They're faithful. They have a righteous. And, and let me say that, too, because I know there's a lot of people say, well, you can get somebody to, to, to know God they go to church and all of that. You don't know how many times I've been around people that say say that. Right. And I realize that, well, there is a difference between people that go to church yeah. and then people that have really been transformed yeah. in their mind. Like they're they think differently. But I, but I oftentimes the people that, but then I think about it, like the people that oftentimes say that they haven't even come to the place of maturity mm-hmm. themselves. Yeah. So yeah. they can't, they haven't know, gone like, through the pre-shock. <laughs> yeah. They haven't. Yeah, yeah. They haven't. And then some people just don't, I don't think they have enough of a, we're not going to get to yeah, that. Yeah. But the point is, is like so, everybody yeah. processes yeah. things differently. Basically we were at a point in our walk where we were just chasing God. And that's when God presented both of us to each other what happened was it's so funny it was i remember being i don't know i would always see advertisements when i was watching youtube on uh the website Mm blackpeoplemeet.com and i was in california i was chilling i was like man i keep seeing this website and no i was was back home and so Mm -hmm. i gave it a shot i was like let me log on i never did online dating Mm -hmm. i mean i know i had the tinder app at the time, which was cool. <laughs> was now they got, right. <laughs> yeah, I was swiping left and right. And so, but I knew it was just like, oh, That's she's funny. cute. Have the checklist. I know it's not going to last long. I know it's just going to be, you know, a mm-hmm. mistake. And it's not, you know, it's just lust or just a fix. Mm-hmm. And so when I made an account on Black People Meet, um, I made my profile and I just try to, I just weeded out every type of female that probably wasn't. I feel like we could wasn't. teach a whole class on how to help people find people yeah, through Yeah, so I weeded everybody out by changing my my summary to, I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody about a somebody that can save anybody. And that's mm-hmm. a saying. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you heard the saying. It's very popular but now. It's very, it's just, it weeds out every tear in the field mm. <laughs> it really does and so there would be people who would say oh wow really what drawn me was your summary and that's great and all but i wasn't attracted to the press mm. <laughs> like you know but i mean what did but you, what were you not attracted to um you gotta be but specific. like so i remember the person who reached out to me and uh gave me accolades of my summary was a person that was still out there in the world based off of the photos like mm, you can, mm-hmm. you can pictures tell a thousand words everybody say oh don't judge a book by its cover but I'm when like, no, you could tell a, a whole person on the, side of where on the instagram says you can say words. oh if you had a club and i'm pretty sure that you can you don't tell know a lot everybody's life a person you don't know their walk. whole life but yeah. that picture really does share a thousand words yeah, it, it could tell a lot about a person like yeah. Your values, your lawyers, yeah. what do you yeah. value? That doesn't mean the person isn't nice or yeah. kind. Yeah, but... it doesn't mean they're not a good person to, right. like, the world standards, but it's still, like, for a biblical believing person, it still shows a lot of, like, the character of what this person believes in and what they they associate to. Yeah. So it's really funny on my side of it, going back to, like, okay, so I had my three, li- my three things on my list. Um... 
that I was really praying to God for. And it was so crazy because God, and before this, before I even prayed those three things, God really had me watching marriage videos. It was the weirdest thing. Like mm. on YouTube, I would go on YouTube because I was like a big, I've always been a big YouTube person. Like yeah. I love YouTube. Um, and like, I would just, I wasn't looking for it. Like I would just run into videos about people, Christian people that would talk about their marriage mm -hmm. and how like God brought them together. And I would just be like drawn to it. And I would just keep listening and listening to just women pouring into me about what it, what it means to be a godly wife, men pouring into me about what it means to what men are looking for in a godly wife. And I would just be mm -hmm. like, it, it was just, I was soaking it all in. Yeah. And then that's when I began that prayer journey of when I would start to pray, like, these are the things that I desire. Like, Lord, I'm not searching for this, but this is what I desire if it comes yeah. along. We both found ourselves praying for our future spouse yeah. or one another. Mm -hmm. so, Individually, without yeah. us knowing each Come other. Coming, going to God, instead of creating your own checklist now, we've gone through the phase, we're seeking God, and we're getting, you know, wisdom mm -hmm. through it. And now we're creating that checklist and presenting it uh the right checklist to god of which is like what you were saying a person after god's own heart person with a relationship mm -hmm. with god and so yeah yeah so finishing on what i was saying is that so anyway fast forwarding it just got to a point where um, I again was saying how then I started to ask the questions like but how is this gonna happen yeah. Right. And this goes back to like a podcast we're talking about in the past, but like in like the faith thing. Yeah. And we're going to do a whole probably podcast yeah. around. It's faith. so funny you said that because I always I was like, I don't think this person's in my state. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> There's the somewhere somewhere in the world. I don't know where. That's the thing. Not in my it's state, like, I, would, I was praying those prayers, yeah. but I'm thinking to myself, like, but how is this going to happen? Yeah. Right. And like this goes back to like people like faith, how this concept in the church is like faith is just like, oh, God's just going to drop it out of the sky. Yeah. And it's like, but there's still a part we have to play in that. And I have to put myself in a position, position for God to for me to be found by that yeah. person. And I was like, Pro tip. what does that look like? I was asking myself, yeah. OK, so, Lord, what do I do? What do I do? Do I go to coffee shops? Like where? And I this is a crazy thing about it is. Thankfully, God gave me, already was giving me desire. So I knew because I would hear some crazy, crazy cool testimonies that I'm like, okay, this is the glory of God. Hmm. Like nobody can take the credit for this. And I wanted a story like that. Like I knew that I wanted like my testimony of how me and my husband met to be something that is not the typical, oh, we met at church. Oh, we met yeah. at like, not no shade to anybody that met that way or yeah. met in a conference or whatever. That was just not the way that I wanted to meet my husband. I actually wanted to meet my husband outside of church because I was thinking like, if, if God could allow for me to meet the person that I'm supposed to be with outside of church and they love God wholeheartedly, I think that that's like amazing and only God can take the glory for that. Yeah, yeah. And so I would tell God, I was like, Lord, I really want this person to be somebody that I meet outside of this hemisphere of like church, mm -hmm. you know? And, um, I would tell him that. And I was like, Lord, and it was so funny. God took me to the Bible and I read the story of Rachel and, mm -hmm. um, what was, what was it? Rachel name? and Jacob. 
I think it was Jacob. Yeah, I read the story and that's what I read. I said I read the same story. I read the the story story. and I started praying. I was like, Lord, make it clear, make it clear, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, Jacob. So basically, in the story, Jacob was looking for a wife, and he rode to a land where Rachel was, and he had a camel, I believe. Well, first he prayed for. Okay, so first Abraham was Abraham or Isaac. I mean, yeah, just generalize. Just generalize. Basically, the, who, the person, the parent of Jacob was basically the the father was like about to die or something like that. I don't know, but I'm probably missing the story all the way up. But the point is, is he, yeah. So basically, he I, there was a situation where he prayed to God and said, "Lord, mm-hmm. let this person give me, give my camels something to drink. This is what she will say." And he knocked, basically generalizing, he knocked on a per, the, uh, the door, a female opened the door, and she said, would your camels like something to drink or something? He did everything that he prayed God. He was asking for a sign from God. And so, and it happened. Everything he prayed. Yeah, everything he prayed. Happened in the way that he wanted. So basically yeah. he was saying, I'm going to go to this land. I don't know who, how I'm going to choose the person in this land. Yeah. So yeah. Lord, let this, let this be the sign that this is the person for by me. her response. Yeah. And so that was the thing that I prayed. So I began to kind of pray that prayer. Long story short, um, my situation in terms of dating was very similar. Like I was, so after that, I started seeing a lot of YouTube videos about people saying how they met each other online. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, but I'm so young. I mean, in my mind, I was thinking like, I'm so young though, like online. And at the same time, I was thinking the same thing because it's like, okay, but at the same time, I do want to. Date the I, person in person and have that whole experience as well. Yeah. But yeah. then I told God, I was like, well, you know what, Lord? You can do it, the impossible. Yeah. Nothing is too hard for you. Even I just, but I mean, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I just didn't believe it was going to happen that way. I I was set in my mind to the point where I told God, I was like, Lord, this is a joke. Like, yeah. I was kind of put God to the test a little because I was like, Lord, this is a joke. There's no way it's going to happen this way. And I kind of was laughing about it. Kind of how like Sarah laughed when God told her she was going to have a baby mm-hmm. at 90. I yeah. was like joking about it. Yeah. And so I went on all these different dating sites. I was on Christian, um, Christian mingle. I was on like every, like I just started going on different dating sites. I didn't like Christian mingle. I didn't like any of this. It was more like the platform and the setup. I didn't like it. And out of all the dating sites, I came to the last site, which was black people meet. Because I similar thing I I remember mm-hmm. seeing I didn't see as in the moment but I remember seeing ads on Black People Meet, and I started thinking about it like let me try Black People Meet let me just get one more site a chance let me just try one more site. So I went on Black People Meet and I made a profile and it was crazy because I never paid for a subscription. So another thing, Black People Meet was really set up like Facebook, mm-hmm. but you only could you could only message you could only read people's messages if you paid a subscription. You remember that? Like you could yeah. like people's photos yep. and stuff, but you couldn't read their messages unless you paid a subscription. Yep. I remember it was seven ninety nine. Yeah, you and had so, to pay a subscription for yeah, it. When I I ran across True's profile, and <laughs> I was trying to, I could tell that just your demeanor and mm-hmm. in the picture that you were a godly woman mm. and so but what about the picture though like was it just you just knew yeah i just knew oh. and so i messaged i knew i was like okay yeah i gotta pay for a subscription but i didn't do it because i didn't 
I thought it was a joke. I was like, I'm not trying to do all this. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. So I think you could like send hearts or like something mm-hmm. or like trying to like poking in some type but of way. But before I even got to that, yeah. I, there was like b- people messaging me and stuff. And like a lot of guys, they kept, I want to say this from a woman's perspective, right? And yeah. I, this is something to kind of encourage women out there. Like a lot of guys would really boast in how much they made what they were doing like that was like at the top yeah. of the page couldn't you put your income and for me yes it was everything your whole life was on there it was like facebook yeah, I, i'm not whoever hilarious. it's not i don't think if i went on there recently it's not like that no more like it's really gone down the drain like yeah. people meet is not even yeah. it's all it's the new thing, dating so apps has taken bother. over yeah. but back in the day when or in our time when we were dating which wasn't even that long ago but five years ago yeah five years ago it was like Facebook. I mean, whoever set that thing up, that was like the best dating platform I ever had been on my life, been on in my life. So I just felt like with that being said, um, it just had everybody's life. And there were people that had Christian phrases in their profiles, yeah. but then they would have pictures where they're it drinking or they would have words. something in the in the platform where it says, oh, I'm a Christian that drinks, where all my, like, just yeah, little yeah, side yeah. things, it's just like, okay, one foot know, in, one foot out. Yeah, like, deal. I know this person is not yeah. godly. Yeah. So, and I would just kept laughing about it, like, Lord, this is a joke. Yeah. And then one day, one day I go on there, and I seen a picture of Ryan, but it was there, and then it was gone. Mm-hmm. And I remember, but it was crazy because every time I would come on, every like other day after that, I would see your picture. Mm-hmm. It would just come pop up out of nowhere. Yeah. And, and at first, I wasn't really paying attention to it because it was so many people that were doing that. But then after a while, I kept seeing your picture specifically. Yeah. And it was like I wasn't, I was zoned out of everybody else's picture because I just kept going on there and I would just see your picture all the time. And so, and I think you told me because you yeah. kept liking so it. So I, I kept I kept going on her page because it'll show if somebody viewed your profile. Yeah. Just like all the apps do now. LinkedIn, everything does that. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay, if I keep viewing her, maybe she will take notice mm-hmm. and she'll see like, oh, you know. And so I changed my the summary of my uh address and at the end i put at ryan vinci because that was my instagram at the time yeah, i don't have it no more yeah so, so i was like maybe she'll other. see the at symbol mm-hmm. and read my summary and she'll contact me through instagram and i did because you can't put your phone number you can't put your email or anything because you know the website won't allow those things it'll mm-hmm. just censor it out mm-hmm. yeah so she ended up um she ended up messaging me on instagram and it, my plan worked. <laughs> yeah, it, it did. Like, I saw his photo, and I finally clicked on it, and I was like, and that when I read your, that's what sold me. Yeah, like, yeah, when yeah. I read your profile, and it said, you know, I'm a nobody trying to tell everybody about it, somebody that can save anybody. Yeah. It seems so, like, just, it just, everybody knows that phrase now, but back then, it was not a popular phrase. Yeah. And so when you said that, it would, it just really spoke, stood out to me. Because it made me realize the humility that you had and that you didn't care about being on a platform and looking a certain way. You just cared about the person really know, getting to know who you are as a person, yeah. like your, your, what you believe in. So that really spoke to me. And after that, 
I was like, I hope this person, it was so funny before you told the Instagram thing, I was praying. I was like, Lord, I really do not want to pray, pay this subscription for this. Yeah. So if this is meant for me to talk to this person, you're going to have to make it out, work it out, whatever. Because I just didn't want to pay this subscription. Because I, was, I was broke in college, okay? Mm -hmm. I was not trying to pay for this subscription for this thing, these messages. So, and I just believed, I just had enough faith. I was like, well, if God wants this to happen, he's going to make it happen, even if I don't pay this subscription. Yeah. So, sure enough, you came on and you said... You showed the Instagram that the Instagram I saw that I noticed the Instagram thing and I was like, oh my gosh you put his Instagram things tag on there so mm -hmm. let's go on Instagram and like I said like you said I messaged you and then he gave me his phone number and then we talked on the phone and we talked all night yep. that day and it was so crazy because this was like something other than it was like out of the out of this world like when I talked yeah. to you it was like I knew there was just something completely different about this experience of this person that I'm talking to compared to every other person. Did I message you? Um, so I think I messaged you the milk and meat. Oh, now, yes. Did I we message? That was a that message part. or was that? We cannot skip I mean, that part. I, I, that was so a message. Ryan messaged me. I think it was the first this thing I messaged. Thing. This is how I knew. It was the first like, thing I messaged. You was real and you were about that yeah, life because yeah. you messaged me and you said, are you a babe in Christ? Are you, he's, you said, are you a babe in Christ on milk or are you on meat being able to discern the mature things in the faith? It yeah. was a long It was just straight direct. And I was yeah. like, whoa. Because yeah. I've never in my life, I mean, I went to church and there was people that tried to talk to me at church and they, I never had somebody with that yeah, much. People at church don't even talk like that. Yes, they don't. And I knew it was like God. Her. I was, knew it was God speaking yeah. through you, and it really spoke to my heart. And I was like, "Yeah, this person is like real." Yeah. And I also did that. I also set that as a precaution, just to, just in case. It's like, okay, it maybe I can just weed her out right, right then and there. It's mm -hmm. like, okay, because I was just like, Lord, if she was immature, it'll scare her away, mm. and she wouldn't be ready. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. so. Yeah, and it just it just really spoke to me. And as soon as he did that, I was like, I and I looked up the verse. I looked up the scripture about Paul talking about being mature in the faith. And I said, yeah, I'm able to discern between, you know, I, I my my goal is to have enough faith to um, walk in a faith where I'm able to discern between me and I. And I I think I put on there that the Bible says that mm -hmm. a person that's able to discern me is able to. Um, they don't need somebody to teach them the word. They're able to yeah. get the word for themselves. Yeah. And immediately you gave me, you, cause he, that's another thing. He didn't give me his phone number right away. Yeah. He wanted me to answer the question. Yeah. Right. So looking back on it, it was really God. Just like hinting really at God. that. You yeah. did not just give me your phone number. Like you were very, you were very serious about the way that you were entrusted on how to pick a person that yeah. God is, you know, chosen, yeah. made for you to pick. You didn't. You weren't careless with who you picked, yeah. you know, and that showed like because you're like, oh, she gave a crazy answer. I'm not gonna keep talking to her. I'm not giving her my phone number. Yeah. So that really spoke out, spoke to me, and then he gave me his number, and then after that, we were just talking on the phone like the whole night, and I knew, I just knew, I was like, yeah, there is definitely something different about this person. This I didn't know I didn't say like this is my husband I was but I had that thought in my mind like this could be my husband like this yeah. is 
I just day one I knew like it, yeah. but like I never said that to yeah. him. But I'm thinking that in my mind, like this is crazy. Yeah, so. but day one for me after we got off the phone talking as if we knew each other forever. I was like, oh, and God just dropped it in my spirit. And I got I really like, oh, jealous this is your because wife. Ryan was still in the pool, okay? He was still looking around. Like, well, yeah, because I'm, like, you know, well, I, I, I wasn't. So jealous. I remember he would tell me stories, like, when we were talking. Yeah. Like, I talked to this one person, and I'm, like, thinking to myself, like, you talking to people? I'm the only one for you. Why are you still talking to people? I mean, because it's like you're, you're just... But you, I understand, yeah. like, where you It was at. such you a new experience for both of us. It was just like, okay. Like, maybe I missed the mark, Lord. Like, like maybe she ain't the one. I don't you know, know, but. We, we, we didn't talk every sure. single day. Eventually, we did. Yeah. But it was like, okay, just so I don't, you know, get caught up in one. Like, it know, was no, know. like, it was none of that. Like, I just yeah. want to, like, throw that out there. I'm just being yeah. funny. Like, it was no, just no, one no, of no. those things where I would, yeah. like, get jealous. Because the other person I was telling you about, it was just like, oh. You know, um, I I knew, like I was. We still, weren't dating. We were just yeah. talking. And I was still, and even though I was, I was still growing mm-hmm. and reading the word. I still had that carnality in my mind that I had that was wavering, but it was strutting off. Mm. So eventually, it just faded off. And but like it didn't matter if I tried talking to that or mm-hmm. you know that one person. It was just I remember. I FaceTimed the person, and it was just, like, babies in the background crying. I'm just like, no. You know, I didn't want to deal with it. Okay, don't throw all, no shade. shade. Don't throw shade to all the mothers out there, single moms out there. There there is a godly man for you, too. I be telling people, like. That's true. Because they be. But in our situation, in our situation, I was specifically. Yeah, because I was. Yeah, because I was. You didn't have kids. Yeah, I was was a virgin. And True was a virgin. Yeah. And so I was like, my desire was to just. I waited all the way. I actually. It's that it's the, it's, the, it's the one area that I struggle with the most. But, we both did. Yeah, we and struggled that was, with the that's most. That's a part of the testimony yeah. we didn't really share, so we kind of yeah. left that part out, so I'll throw that in there, too. Yeah. Like, we both, different stories was, uh, you know, exposed to pornography and things at a young age yeah. that we really shouldn't have been exposed to, but God allowed it to happen. And yeah. so that was both of our experience and our struggle. We both heavily struggle with pornography. We both heavily struggle. Yeah. I mean, the Bible talks about you still stuff. commit adultery doing that. Yeah, it's a sin. You know, it's still it's a, a sin. sin. So, so, so that was, was the thing is like we yeah. we had that was a, a sin area that we really struggled in, and we had to really rely on God to help us. And there were days where we we did we weren't we we needed deliverance from it because we were, there would be days that we. We would do good, and then were days where we would slip and fall. Mm-hmm. And I would pray, and I remember having these having conversations and telling you and... about this was our my life before knowing you. Yeah. And like, it was crazy because, you know, when I would I would pray, I knew God wanted me to be married because He mm-hmm. didn't God didn't want me to be continually in this sin of, yeah. um, just doing this because sexual um sexual sin is so strong strong and it's yeah. so hard and it's the only sin that paul says like flee, yeah, flee. from it because it's so to flee. tempting yeah. you know and so yeah. that was the thing of like especially when like i can only imagine you know going through it and slipping and falling and actually acting on it 
on a person, not mm. just pornography, but on a person, and then going through that burning phase of patiently Are waiting. Are you saying you seeking. acted on it, or you? Wait, what was no, you? No, I'm saying I can only imagine. You know, not like if we acted on it acted on pornography on it. and mm-hmm. stuff, and just masturbation, but just actually someone. You know, you know, making a mistake and, you know, had a one night mm-hmm. with the actual person mm-hmm. and then trying to get back up on their feet and look while staying, you know, uh, that's even, I, I just, I feel like that's, that's the thing hard. too. Like it was so hard mm-hmm. for us not even having a person that we, we were still virgins and pure in that way. We, that was just so hard, just with the pornography. So we both, like you said, I could only imagine what, how much of a temptation and how hard, much harder it would have been if we had have actually slept with somebody. Yeah. How much yeah. we would be burning, as Paul would say. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. So that was another thing of like, we were just keeping it real. Like, mm-hmm. we didn't want to burn. Like, even mm-hmm. when we were dating, I think God really orchestrated. It was all God, yeah. how he I was in California. You were, we were in, in two Illinois. different states. Because God knew if we were together, we it would have probably Because let me tell you, we had temptation while we were together. We were not perfect. We sinned. We did stuff that we were mm-hmm. not supposed to do. And yeah. one of those things, like, I'm not even going to get, like, in depth of detail, yeah, yeah. but you can kind of connect the dots and connect get the, the idea. dots. You know, you're on Skype and it's like, oh, you know, <laughs> and it's just doing stuff. Just on imagine Skype if it was in person, it just would be real. You're naked, so, like yeah, you're exactly. just like, and it's just yeah. so. That's the thing is like, if we had been in person, we would have not been pure until. Yeah. And it's funny because like, we would have. It's funny because it shows the human years. side. It's like okay. You're saying all this thing about, oh, man, Ryan, you just said, can you discern the milk and the meat? And you up here naked. Yeah, because people, <laughs> but it's don't, like, but people it's like, don't take that. I don't think people understand. Like, you still, keep it, like, keep it real. Yeah, you're like, still real. a human. Like, you still you, fall. We all are. It says our righteousness are as filthy rags. Yeah. So. And Whatever you think this, you're like, doing good, it's a filthy rag. Us ma- marriage is completely yeah. by the grace of God. Yeah, it's God's Because grace. I cannot tell you how many times I was put in experiences where I, where I could have been. Yeah, yeah, I exactly. I actually got a prophecy spoken over me, and, and I knew it was God because this person came into our, ch- our church. And actually, I don't know if I told you the story, but she said the enemy's trying to take your purity. And I already yeah, knew what she was talking about. I already knew she was talking about because... I was this, there was this guy that I was really letting allow, like I was getting too close with this person. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there was so many times like that where I, I could have been that person, you yeah. know? So it's really completely God's grace. And he was yeah. keeping me for my husband. He, he was doing it yeah. because he was saying, this is going to be your testimony. I right. wanted your testimony to be that you guys, it was not easy but you guys endured until the day that you guys are supposed to be together. Yeah. So I just wanted to share that part of it. Like, yeah. And we so were not perfect another, yet. the next step was just, you know, we were talking about marriage and I bought, I remember I bought you the ring mm-hmm. and I showed it to you I remember that. on video and it, my heart but we were, melted. we were just like, thinking, oh gosh, we were just is- thinking of like per this persuasion on like family because i'm in california well I was let's, let's fast work because you going to you skipping ahead too fast no i'm not we didn't talk about the dating the phase of our like how we dated with one another 
Oh, oh it was yeah. I mean, then. yeah. So how we dated was basically. Well, we courted. We didn't really date. Yeah. Because we yeah, because we were far away. And so things. we were just watching a lot of Netflix videos together. How did we, we do? Watched, oh, we would we would go on. So I would. It was, was, we would, yeah, it was good. It, we was, so it. we were on Skype days. and then we were on Safari. No, I was on Google and then I would, we would both be on Netflix and it's like, oh, we pick this movie. Okay. One, two, three. <laughs> and then we, we would just start watching, yeah, watching, you know, picking movies and watching it that way. We would oh, pause, we pause, pause. I got to go to the bathroom. Be right back. Yep. We that I'm, I'm, we was in the trenches, y'all. We were yeah, like we that were doing, funny. we were making it work. Yeah, and um, it's funny because I oh, think we about played it like Monopoly. I knew that was God's grace too. Because yeah. I could, I can't keep a friend to save my life long distance. But yeah, it's yeah. like for us to have been able to make that work, like that was all God. But yeah. and we would play Monopoly, we, we would play checkers, games, like, bo- like and it would online. be yeah, it would be, be online. online you see the the so moves. Much fun play games together yeah we would paint together like and this was all on skype we were we are yeah. literally the show married at first sight that is our testimony uh, was it for, like what, married we are the jacob and love rachel is blind. love is love blind, is blind. Is we are the jacob one. jacob and rachel story yeah we are yeah. the jacob and rachel story where we just believe that when we meet each other we're gonna be together, and that's what yeah. happened. Like, and I'll and let just, you share that part of the story. But we 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 were on Skype for nine months with one another, and then Ryan pulled out the ring on Skype, and he was like, "This is, you know, this is it. Like, we're we're supposed to be together." And he asked me to yeah. marry him, and we on both Skype. knew that as well. Yeah, we are. So, knew. you know, it was By that easy time. peasy. You know, and then you were like, "Yeah, let's let's meet up and." Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was in California, mm-hmm. and we had it where True True flew out. Well, at first I was trying mm-hmm. to plan a wedding, but I was like, but it was just we were me. we were we were just like we knew that okay, this is such a God thing that our families wouldn't. Get well, it. let me say this first before you say that. You know? I was trying to plan it, so I didn't want to. I never wanted a big wedding. That's yeah. the thing. I never wanted a big wedding. I was never yeah, one of those per- people that was like, "Oh, I want to have all these people at my wedding." I was just never that person. So I wanted to be. It got narrow and narrower because yeah. we were trying to plan a wedding at first, and it was just like it got smaller and smaller. Yeah, we were and even then picking I out to colors. Think about I think. it, like, yeah. I really don't want to tell nobody about this because. <laughs> Not mainly because I was just really start. We started to have those conversations about like, how are we going to tell people this? Like nobody's going to be able to process this in their mind because at the time I couldn't even really process it. So yeah, we came to the conclusion. Don't put God in a box because we were, God was even just showing us like, you know, don't put me in a box. I can do Mm. anything. Mm -hmm. And so we know that people, see like your mom and your family see you getting married to a specific type of person mm-hmm. it's gonna be just like this and that mm-hmm. and then they realize if they don't go that way they end up trying to be t- take control over over it all or discourage you and, and i think that's the thing like for me on my side with my family like i just i was like there's no way 
they're going to be able to process this. Like, still to this day, my family is like, you didn't tell nobody. Mm-hmm. You know, still there's days where, like, you, nobody, because, you know, I, I can't say that nobody knew because our family, our families knew about one another. Like, my mm-hmm. family, I have family members that knew about you. You had family members yeah, that knew about, about, about you. Yeah, about me. But it wasn't, like, they didn't know how the seriousness or the extent of how it was. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. And also, I think again, like so, with the whole marriage thing, our decision to just not, yeah, not end up a having wedding. a wedding. Yeah. So we ended up getting eloped, and we just didn't want to go through the hassle of getting people from two different states together. Mm-hmm. And then at the time mm-hmm. you were going through school and I was, all my money was going towards the apartment in California. Cause it was such an expensive area where like I worked. Where just my job was. Your career. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, basically true ended up flying out and basically I was just saving up money for us to go and do certain things, hang out, and then we had to pay for the marriage certificate, mm-hmm. and we got that all set up, and also contacted, you know, we, we just found a church that was going to, you know, a real man of God who, we made sure we found a church that wasn't bowing down to the LGBTQ or married, you know. Yeah, we just, we, 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 sound, of, we found a race. church that was yeah, in California that we really... We were just, we kind of looked around and was like, oh, we really want a pastor to marry yeah, us. because most pastors out there were marrying um, women with women and male with male. And they yeah. were just compromising. Yeah. So we just oh, had yeah. to find that, the yeah, right Yeah, I remember that yeah. now. You, yeah. You're yeah. right. There was situations where you're like, yeah, well, this person can't. So, yeah, we just really <clears> wanted, because everybody can be a minister, a licensed minister yeah. to marry people these days. So, we really wanted a like legitimate pastor, like with like a good church of good values. Like if we lived in California, this would be the church we would go to type of vibe. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we just was really blessed to find the pastor. Shout out to Justin if he ever watches this um, <laughs> video. Yeah. Um, but he was just like a great pastor. Um, we really loved the church, the congregation, and just reminded me so much of like the church I grew up in and um. Yeah, we had a great experience with him and Mary, and he was just like really down to earth. And he was like, "Yeah, sure, yeah, like, yeah, I definitely would," you know, because he'd never met us, and so some people that could be off putting, but mm-hmm. you know, he was just like very down to earth, and he was like, "Yeah," and he even had a little session. I really appreciated that before we even got married, he did do have a session with us before, and we talked about. I don't even want to say it's like counseling, but it was like remember that we had like that session. We came to church. Yeah, like I think we, it was like a video or something. Yeah, but on remember we had a we came to service and everything and visited the service. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We so that, that was too. really nice. Like yeah. we didn't just go and get married. Like we came to the service, we all that, and we had like a, we went to Bible study, and so it was just very special, a special time of fellowship with um, another believer in Christ and his family. Yeah, and that's and basically yeah. how we tied the knot, and it was pretty tough when you had to fly back home. I think it would be dope like if we ever oh, like Lord man. willing I always I don't know if I told you this. Yeah like, you want to fly fun, back out there. I'll be the same fun spot. to like do our vow renewal in the same place yeah, and like remake cool. it redo it again and like get photos and every like have the vibe that we wanted to get so mm-hmm. that would be so much fun and then another thing 
again, like pointing that panel off to what Ryan was saying, also the finances, like it just made it seem that more like a relief yeah. when we decided to do it the way that we did it because we were thinking like weddings are expensive. And like, sure, families can pitch in and all that, but still, it's ultimately more debt. Yeah, people that spend you have car to think about. Bu buying a car for a wedding just to say I do. Which, well, we never was gonna do that because yeah. we're not the type of people that's yeah, just gonna just, spend that type of money. But yeah. it still would have been a cost that we would have had to think about paying for at the. It would have just been another another extra added cost on top of the stuff that we already had to think about in terms yeah. of finances. Yep. So we just we. I like the way that we did it, and yeah. I think it was very special and intimate because it was just me, you, and the pastor, and God, and we were, mm -hmm. like, on the water, and it was very special, and I'll never forget it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, so. It was really nice. And then just the blessings that come with being married. I mean, one thing, it's like we really matured a lot and learned a mm. lot. Like, even the mindset of how I was growing up and mm. how you were growing up and mm -hmm. just maturing in that and having accountable. We're basically accountable to one another, mm -hmm. partners, and just maturing with our character. And then from there, we, shortly after my contract ended, and then that's when we came together and... Uh, moved to yeah because we had a uh, season Virginia. where we weren't together yeah. right away like even after we got yeah, after married, that we yeah. were still he was kind of off in his lane and i was still working in my lane we were still in two different states it lasted for about it was a very short three, period it was probably for a few months i think but it was like a good four or five six months maybe yeah, maybe. maybe it wasn't a full year. I know that. It yeah, wasn't a like full year. It was like five or six months. It was a small Because it was that summer that, mm -hmm. yeah, it was about like five or six months later. Yeah, it was a small amount of time because we still hadn't mustered the strength yeah. to tell everybody. That's really what it was. Mm -hmm. It was like we wanted to do, we wanted to tell everybody when we were ready. Yeah. Not when everybody else felt like we should do it. So we, yeah. you know, we went to church, we prayed about it. And we finally came to that place, okay, like, okay, we're ready. We're mm -hmm. ready to tell everybody, like, what's going on, you know. Because yeah. I think people were, at least on my side, people were suspecting something. Mm -hmm. But they just really didn't fully, could not fully grasp it. So, yeah, yeah so we yeah. told everybody and we, you came out and visited my family and we mm -hmm. all went out to dinner and um, Ryan met my entire family. We, um... It was just very chill because my family is very chill. Yeah. Um, and then, then we did the same thing for you. Well, I had already flew out to. That's another. Yeah, thing. you came. Yeah, you came out to my family, and they didn't even. That was when they still didn't even know. Yeah, that was. was yeah, I met like, your family first, actually. Yeah, before, yeah. I mean, I met your family before you met my family. So. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so. Man. No, yes. but that's basically our just how we met and mm -hmm. just our testimony and. At the end of the day, like God's the only one who can get the credit for that because the glory out of the yeah, whole because thing. it is it was such definitely a biblical God's doing. move. Mm -hmm. You know, I would have never perceived it happening. Like I, my brain would have never believed it would have. I just never would have imagined that that's yeah. how we would have met and yeah. it all would have handled out. And ultimately, like going back to what Brian was saying about the blessings that comes with doing it God's way. Um, I have seen so much firsthand the fruit of the blessing that comes with doing it God's way. I've seen it. I've seen it my whole life not being that way, but 
I never, obviously when I got married, I realized like, oh, this is what it's supposed to be like. This is how, um, you know, it's just, and I'll, I guess, for example, like there's certain burdens that it's not all perfect. There's still, you know, challenges that comes with it. But a lot of the burdens of feeling like I have to do it alone, like I have to figure it out on my own is lifted. Like I, I don't, it's not that anymore. It's, oh, I have a partner. I have somebody to do this together. Like when God gives us a vision, it's for one another. It's not just for me. It's not mm-hmm. just for like, we're like God has called us to walk together in this thing. Yeah. And I have somebody else to, when I'm weak, you're you're able to be strong when you're weak i'm able to be strong you have a helpmate i have a helpmate we have someone that we can you know hold us up and it's not just us holding individually each other up you can really feel that burden um well at least me experiencing being out in california by myself and just coming home just just responsibilities in general Mm -hmm. like you can sharing the load with each other it's just and i want to be specific because a lot of people think they think of load they think just finances and like finances and that's something that we grew in in our marriage and our individual thought process on things because like sometimes just because you are godly man a godly woman doesn't mean you have all the mindset of a biblical perspective on what that's supposed to look like especially mm-hmm. if you didn't grow up with that yeah, exactly. example and that was the blessing you. that came with it now yeah it was a learning curve and you learn you grow in ways that as just a glimpse of the way that i've grown Amen. That's what I'm